This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hey guys, so I'm so excited for this week. I have an amazing swap with the fabulous Zibby of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, Zibby Owens. If you guys are looking for great book recommendations, you should check out Zibby Owens. She's all things literary. Listen to her award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, five times a week with amazing guests like Alicia Keys, Natalie Portman, and so much more. Zibby's podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, have been all over in national press for the last two years in a row and an Oprah's list of best book podcasts. She has an upcoming anthology, Moms Don't Have Time To, a quarantine anthology, which comes out on February 16th so soon and includes 60 plus essays from best-selling and notable authors who have been on her podcast writing on these five things moms don't have time to do. Read, eat, work out, breathe, and have sex. Isn't that true? <laughs> and you can hear from, there's my little one. <laughs> And you can hear from Gretchen Rubin, Adeline Lilly, and so many more. And all proceeds go to the Susan Police Owens Program for COVID-19 Vaccine Research at Mount Sinai Medical Center. So check out Zibby Owens, guys. If you're looking to feel good, looking for some information, she has an amazing award-winning podcast. We're swapping this week. I'm so excited to have her. So check out Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books with Zibby Owens. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I'm your host, Allie, and I am so excited for today's guest. Like, so excited, guys. She's a friend. She's an amazing woman. She's a mother. She's an entrepreneur. She's a fellow Hollywood friend of mine that I used to, like, hang out with back in the day of IRL red carpets. And she's just, like, one of my favorite people in the industry. She's so sweet. She's so wonderful. I have the fabulous Jamie Hilfiger. And before I bring Jamie on, let me tell you guys a little bit about her, though I'm sure many of you know who she is. Jamie Hilfiger is a model, an actress, and beauty model. A self-made entrepreneur, Jamie has flawlessly parlayed her early success in acting and modeling into a burgeoning beauty empire. Even at an early age, Jamie possessed an innate understanding of the inner power that comes from looking and feeling your best. As she became a woman, the intuition ignited a calling to help others cultivate confidence through an intentional approach to self-care. In each of her endeavors, Jamie employs beauty, skincare, and fashion to empower the mind, body, and soul. Today, Jamie is the creator and face of the Jamie Hilfiger Collection by Locke Curcio. A successful career as an international model and fashion icon sat Jamie happily in the seats of the best makeup artists and skincare experts in the world. However, her extensive experience revealed an urgent need for high-performance products with healthy ingredients and earth-friendly packaging. In collaboration with the seam manufacturers, Jamie brings brands to market that align with her mission to pair health and wellness with undeniable glamour. Jamie grew up in the only child of doting, hardworking parents. Raised just outside of New York City, Jamie had an eye for beauty and fashion from the start, and her parents encouraged her to follow her dreams. Jamie, I could say so much about you, and you have so much of a wild bio, but I want to get like right into it and bring you on the show. Jamie, welcome to my show. Hi, Allie. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. 
Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. I just adore you and love everything you're doing and you're just so inspiring. And we like immediately hit it off when we first met in the industry quite a few years ago. And we were talking about the fact that it's such a crazy small world that we have a mutual like friend, one of my like actual like super close friends from my childhood, Beth Tetra, which we could not believe. You're like, hey, how do you know someone in Cornwall? Like, <laughs> I know it's such so. a small world and like come to find out you and I are like from basically the same county in New York. The real OC, the real Orange County. The real <laughs> Orange County. It's so crazy. And like, it just makes it so much more exciting to have you on today, honestly, because it's like, I, you know, knew obviously from us being friends and knowing you in the industry, like I knew you were self-made. I knew, you know, who like you were and everything you've done, but like, I didn't realize that you were actually like from there and everything. And so it just like shows even more how much you've grown, how much you built, everything you've done you know, in the industry, in your brand, in your career. So like, I want to hear from you besides obviously what I read in your bio, like how did you really like get started and like share with us like your, you know, your entrepreneurial journey? Because I just feel like that is so <laughs> inspiring for so many listening, you know, especially like new moms, you know, you're a mom of, you know, of a three-year-old and close to my, you know, daughter Amelia's age. Um, and, you know, you've done so much, you continue to, you continue to inspire and, and be passionate in everything you do, like share with us, tell us about your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, thank you. Well, honestly, I started modeling at a very young age. Um, my mom saw that there was like this model call for Sears, actually, and um, she took me to the casting and I got chosen and I was modeling for Sears department store from when I was like seven years old to about, I think like my preteen years. And um, there were a lot of like photo shoots in the city and stuff like that. And, you know, we kind of live about 60 miles north of the city. So it was kind of getting challenging for my parents to bring me in and out of the city and then like once high school hit, I kind of wanted to be like in high school things and high school like stuff like that. So I kind of like stopped modeling until I got to college when I went to the University of Central Florida. And um, there was like a lot of like swimsuit modeling opportunities down there. And um, I took advantage of them. And I really, it really felt good to be back in front of the camera and to really do what I really love again. So once I graduated from college, I moved out to Hollywood because I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. And um, once I kind of made that move, I really like never stopped working. I um, continued to model I um, became the spokesmodel for many cosmetic companies and stuff like that. And then um, I started to realize and I started to take notice of a lot of like large supermodels from the 90s and how they were like parlaying their careers from modeling to do like basically build, you know, like a brand around their name. For example, Tyra Banks was such an inspiration to me. She was this beautiful, gorgeous, larger than life supermodel. And then she created like the show, like top model and production companies and so much after that, that I really like took notice. And I thought, you know what? Modeling isn't forever. 
like, and it could also like leave at the drop of a dime. So I really have to open my eyes and my brain and see what else is out there for me and see how I could continue my career into something larger than the runway and then being in front of the camera. So that's what I did. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, obviously it's so summed up and obviously not what, you know, I, there were so many blood, sweat and tears. I know that went into that and everything you yeah. did, because I know obviously from being on my side of the industry, but I just love that you said like, you know, you love what you were doing. Like you knew you wanted to do it after school. You were like, off to Hollywood, I go, I'm going to make this happen. And like, this is what I want to be doing. And I just think that's such a great message for those that are listening. It's like, you know, sometimes you have to just decide to just do it and just go for yeah. it say I'm going to Hollywood, you know, and or I'm going here, I'm going there. And, you know, when you first decided to move out to California, Jane, and you first got into it, you know, what was that like to you? Like, take us back to, you know, when that was, what year was that yeah. that you moved out? That was probably, you know, I did spend a little bit of time in New York City right after graduating college. And um, I did a lot of work for Howard Stern and I became Miss Howard TV, which really like kickstarted my career big time. So I do owe a lot of credit to Howard Stern. I had been a fan my whole life. It's like so funny, but I was always a huge Howard Stern fan. And um, to have the opportunity to become Miss Howard TV was, was huge for me and for my career. But then I just knew that the type of career that I really wanted to do was really based in Hollywood. So I left my um, position at um, Howard Stern and um, I decided to move out to California, knowing nobody, having zero family members out there. And um, I just remember like my mom, she came out with me and um, then, you know, she spent about two weeks with me and then she had to go back to work. And then I remember the morning to bring her to the airport, you know, after I dropped her off at the airport, you know, I'm going back down La Cienega Boulevard. And there is a point where it's like a big hill. It's kind of like by that Starbucks. And like, you're just like driving and like you stop there because there's always a stoplight that's always red. And like, you see the Hollywood sign, like in a distance. And it's like, it was so like monumental for me. Like I'm, I'm here. I didn't even have like my own car yet. I was in this like rental Chrysler Sebring. I remember it was bright blue. And I just like stopped right there and I saw the Hollywood sign and I was like, you know what? I'm meant to be here. Like, this is where I'm meant to be. This is where my career is really going to take off. I'm really going to make a name for myself. And like you said, I, it, it's not going to be easy, but it's not going to be that hard because I know I have a good head on my shoulders and I know I'm like laser focused and I'm just going to do the damn thing basically. I love that. That's so like, I just love how you just like really like gave us a picture of how you, you know, like came to that hill, you saw the sign, you saw everything and it was like, okay, I'm meant to be here. I'm meant to do this. Like, I think that's just so cool that you, you know, share that and are like, that was the moment that you had like that epiphany of like, this is going to happen. I'm here. I don't know anyone here. I'm not 
you know, I'm not from here. Like you said, you don't have any family, Mm -hmm. anything. It was like, but I'm here. Very similar to me in the sense of I have some family out here, but they're, you know, like they're not immediate family, but they're still family. But really it was just Dustin and I, it was really just us still is, you know, on our own, you know, coming out and, you know, starting a life. And I know how intimidating and exciting and thrilling Mm. and anxious and all the feelings that that can be. And so I just love that you shared that. So, you know, you, you know, you, you come here, you know, you said you landed an amazing gig, you know, with Howard Stern, you know, so where did it go from there? How did you really essentially, because you said you saw people like, you know, Tyra Banks and others who were like, wow, look at them creating these brands around them. They're not just a model. They're not just this, they're not just that, you know, and obviously got inspiration that way. But how did you actually put that inspiration into action? Say, I'm going to build this brand around me as, you know, Jamie Hilfiger and, and get to where you are now. Yeah, I was lucky enough um, to meet some amazing people early on in my move to California. I was able to land some more like high profile photo shoots, covers of big magazines like Runway Magazine and things like that. And um, I was able to meet a very um, smart and well-spoken and knowledgeable publicist, Lee Runchy of Chrome PR, and she really is a class act, and she wanted just to, just to, trying to put into words, lead me on a classy path, and not straying um, to other areas of the business, and she really had a great vision for me to build a brand around my name, and to get me into, um, companies that really like fit me well and were like tailored to be like um, tailored with a message that I would like to convey. Example, like I'm not going to promote like some um, weird like lingerie company. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, yeah. So I, um, I worked with Lee a lot and she was able to also, um, get me into like fashion commentating for like Fox News Magazine, for example, US Weekly as a fashion contributor, like a weekly fashion contributor, and um, really get my name out there as a force to be reckoned with in the fashion industry, modeling wise, fashion commentating wise, designing wise, all of the above. So um, I owe a lot to her and I'm still working with her to this day. And then while I was doing all that, I was approached by a very high profile, high end skincare company called La Curcio. And, um, you know, I got talking with the founder and I told her, you know, my last name, Hilfiger, is really obviously people immediately think fashion. But my first love is really beauty. Like, don't get me wrong. I love fashion. I love Vogue magazine. I love flipping through the pages ever since I've been like, you know, six years old, but I love beauty and I love makeup and skincare and products and, you know, all those cool gadgets that you see at Neiman Marcus around the holidays. Like, I love that stuff. I could talk about it forever. So I spoke with the founder of La Curcio and she said, why don't we create a line together, calling it the Jamie Hilfiger collection by La Curcio. 
and you could be the spokesmodel for our brand as a whole. And then you could have your own collection that is kind of like a sister collection to the signature La Curcio line. So that's how my partnership with La Curcio came about. And that's how my brand really got associated in like the skincare and that type of world. Wow. That's so, I mean, again, it sounds like you simplified it, you know, so much more, but like you can still hear how much work and like true, you know, blood, sweat and tears that went into it. And I love that you shared, you know, that you found someone that you aligned with that really saw your brand, yes. your path. That's so funny because we're so much more similar than I realized in that sense too. My publicist, Kelly, do I still have to this day? She, you know, when we first met, she approached me when I first got, uh, when I landed in New York Times for my first like big opportunity on my own and was like, wow, you know, you really have something about you and who you are and your brand. And I really had no idea. I just knew I wanted to style. I didn't see anything past that. And she was like, you know, one day you're going to be in front of the camera and you're going to be the brand. This and, that. and I was like, what are you talking about? Like I was brand new into that world. And she was like, I see it for you. And anyways, long story short, she had a very similar and still does, you know, vision for me and was like, we're going to have you be the brand and you're going to this and you're going to that household name. And I remember just being like, what? And she was like, work with me, like style my clients, let's work together. And, you know, and, and it's been this amazing uh, journey ever since. And it's been like seven years later, but it's, it's, it's crazy when you just share that. I'm like, wow, I had a very similar, you know, um, similar. Yeah. And I love that you share that too, because I think that's really great for others to hear that are listening right now to say like, it's not just about the hard work, of course it is, but like, and the actual like go-getter, I'm going to go there, I'm going to go to Hollywood, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But it's also about the fact that you said, like you met incredible people early on that you connected with, you know, it's networking, it's those relationships, it's those building blocks that really can make it or break it for you in any career, especially in this You're so right. And you know, don't get me wrong, my first, my first publicist was not Lee Runchy. it was someone else. And um, it wasn't a good fit. She was, um, don't get me wrong, this woman was getting me into the Vanity Fair Oscar party and this and that and very A-list high profile events. The thing is, she wasn't getting me in the correct way. And um, she was more, she used like a sneaky approach and um, she kind of really wasn't getting me in as like, for me as the talent she was kind of basically sneaking me in to be completely honest and of course I love going to these a-list high profile events the thing was I just knew I really wasn't there for being me and I wanted to be there correctly I wanted to come correct because I feel that that is so important in life so I decided to part ways actually with the first publicist that I got in touch with when I was out there because it just wasn't a good fit. So you're right. It's, you know, you really have to make sure the people that you're associating yourself with are coming correct, because if not, you're going to start to get a reputation that's not the best. So true. And thank you for being so honest and, you know, vulnerable yeah. about that, because I think a lot of people obviously that aren't in it, we both are. So we know, but there mm -hmm. is a lot of that. There is a lot of shadiness. There is a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. You don't see. There's a lot of darkness, if you will. Um, 
And there's just a lot that people don't know that they just see the, you know, final picture and, and then the glam and they don't know all the things that go on. And you're right. It's so true. And the sneaking in and all that. I mean, it's happened. For mm-hmm. me too. It's so normal in the industry, um, which is yeah. terrible, but it is. Um, and so, you know, thank you for, you know, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, for you, I'm curious, Jamie, like when you decided to, I guess, to break away from that publicist and then go with this, you know, new woman that you, you know, met and connected with. How did you feel when you were choosing to not essentially take some of those opportunities that were being put in front of you and going and doing something else? Like, what was that like for you to kind of make that change and, and everything? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. It, to this day, I'm still like, there's, there's not regret. I don't really know what to call it, but I'm not going to lie. Like the next year when all the parties came around, I you know, I told my publicist, I said, okay, last year, I went to the Vanity Fair party, and to this party, and stuff, if you could put me on the list again, that would be great, and she was like, oh, um, I already submitted you for that, and we actually got a no, and that didn't feel great, you know what I mean, like, that really felt shitty, to be completely honest, and, um, but I knew that the events that I was on the list for and confirmed for, I knew that I was going as myself. I was gonna be able to walk the red carpet with style, class and grace. And I didn't have to sneak myself in. And I knew that the people that were putting on the party really wanted me there. So it, it took like, you know, a little getting used to, but then eventually I got to go to those A-list parties as me, you know, like as Jamie Hilfiger on the red carpet. It's just, you know, it took a couple years, but I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm going to be like real and tell you that it hurt and it stung. It definitely stung at first. Well, thank you for that because, you know, uh, trust me, I've been there several times. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I think it's awesome that you share that because you are such an incredible, you know, entrepreneur and, and, you know, so inspiring and And it's just such a great message for others to hear that like you were told no and you were told this isn't going to happen and you were told yes you you can't get in here and it did feel bad and it did feel you know not good and it did sting I think that's another good message it's like you know you like you you are going to hear no doors are going to be closed in front of you but oh yeah doors are going to be open for you as well. And so if you're listening, you know, like write that down, whatever, wherever you are in your life, you know, and you're having a moment and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm being said no to. It's like, well, yeah, you're being said no to that, but another opportunity will present itself. I mean, look at Jamie and her career and everything she's experienced. So Jamie, you know, like fast forward from that, you built this amazing brand. You've done, you know, all these incredible things, you know, with makeup, with self-care and everything. And like you said, pairing up, you know, with, the how do you say it I don't want to say it wrong um it's pronounced La Curcio thank you La Curcio you gave me uh, like I think a year or two ago some of their products and I love them and you know you got to like do amazing things with their brand and still are and basically are now tell me if I'm wrong but you're basically becoming you become like the face right Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, everywhere that you've been has led you to now being the face of this amazing brand. I mean, if you looked back from where you started to, you know, this now, would you believe that you would have been the face of this brand? I would have hoped that I would have a career like I have now, but I'm, I am just so proud of the 
path that my career has taken and that it has taken a clean and correct path from like beginning till now, because that's really important to me. You know, throughout my career, there's been like no lying, no cheating, no stealing, you know, not like literally in the sense, but you get what I'm saying. And I've just like been like me and everything I've done has been correct. And just, you know, I, you know, I didn't cut any corners. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Another great message. You know, you put in the hard work, you did what you needed to do. Exactly. and you excelled and maybe it wasn't easy, but like, look where you are now. Okay. So I want to, you know, I want to pivot from the amazing entrepreneurial and career path. You know, you are a mom, uh, you know, you have a beautiful mm-hmm. daughter and you know, how is it now being this entrepreneur and also being a mom, you know, like what's, what's it been like? What would you want to share? You know what? It actually feels really good. It feels really good for or it feels really good to know that my daughter is going to see and has seen since she's been born a hardworking mom that, you know, like I don't give up, I don't quit, I keep going. And I think it's really important, especially because I do have a daughter and I want her to know that like hard work um, pays off. And I want her to know that you could have, you could have, a lot in life. It's not like you could have it all because nobody can really have it all, but you could have a lot in life. You could have uh, an amazing career, an amazing family, and still um, be happy, healthy, and smiling and wake up with a smile every day on your face. And I think it's important that my daughter has seen that from, you know, the time that she's been born, just like your daughters. They see you working, like you're doing the thing and you're, you know, you're just like, every time, like I see something from you, it's like something like bigger and greater. I'm like, wow. I'm like, she's doing big things. Like it's, it's just amazing to see. And I'm really thankful that my daughter gets to see that. And I'm really happy for you that your daughters get to see that as well out of you. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's amazing that you share that. And it's so true like they get to see that they get to see us doing our thing passionate about it loving it building our brand building our careers and and it's such a great message for them to see I mean Amelia's so funny like when she comes downstairs like she immediately knows she, oh you on your podcast like she knows so <laughs> cute and I'm like yeah mama just finished and oh wow good job you know and it's like I, I I literally light up when she says that to me because it's like not only does she somewhat obviously understand what I'm doing but it's like just to know that like she is experiencing it, like you were saying with your daughter and she is exactly all piece of it. It's like, wow, when they get older, think about how much more you can be a part of their inspiration and, you know, helping them create their dreams. And, you know, it's just, it's so inspiring and so cool. And honestly, Jamie, I mean, you, I mean, you've always been amazing to me, but like, you've always been such an inspiration to me because I watch you and I watch you do everything you do with your brand and your career. And you're such a good person and you have such a good heart. And it's like, it's so, it's just so nice and refreshing to see someone, you know, that does all those things still win and like win big in the industry. And I just want you to know that. Thank you. Honestly, Allie, that means a great deal to me because it is frustrating sometimes, especially you and I, like we know, we know what goes on behind the scenes in Hollywood. And we, when we see shady people 
when it's frustrating. It's not like it gets me mad because I'm, you know, I'm, I am happy for people and their successes. But when you see someone that hasn't led like the best career that you know that they've done things behind the scenes that the rest of the public doesn't know about, it's frustrating. Or they've cut corners to get where they are now. It's frustrating because it's frustrating for the people who do come correct and do everything the right way. So that really means so much to me. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, I mean, again, thanks for being so, you know, real about that and honest. I think, again, people that aren't in it, that don't see, that are behind the scenes, you know, all that, you know, they don't know. And you're right. It's like, you know, you're not angry, but it's more just like, oh, okay, well, noted if yeah. I had done shady things or made <laughs> certain decisions, I could have been a certain place. And, you know, and, and that's for them to decide. But, you know, I think it's, it, it's cool of you to be so honest and transparent about it because I think again someone looking at you looking at your life doesn't know you from you know anything and looks at everything you've done it's like oh wow like look at like look at who she is and look at what she's done and it is amazing but it's like at the same time they don't know all the blood sweat and tears that went in they just see the pretty picture they just see you know the end result you know and so it's like it's just I just think that's so inspiring well Jamie you know so now you know you're a mom you're still doing your brand you're still doing everything what are you what are you working on right now and like what are you excited about you know for 2021 and like what are you you know what are you up to I'm really concentrating on we really like tackle the skincare part of the company now we're both really focused on like the beauty side, like the makeup side. In 2020, we launched our matte velvet lips collection, which are, I have to send you some, they are like phenomenal. It's like a lip lacquer that goes on smooth and then it gives like a velvet matte finish and it, the color stays on like throughout the day. They are so amazing. We launched six different colors. So in 2021, I'm just really looking to launch more makeup products. For example, we have an amazing mascara coming out. We have some shimmers and we have a whole bunch of things in the works. So that's what I'm really focused on now, career-wise. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, they sound incredible. I can't wait to try them. That's so, that's so, that's so cool. Well, and so like, you know, we're obviously, we're all in this pandemic. We're all, you know, we're all dealing with it. How have you been able to, you know, manage this time? And like, what advice would you have for other entrepreneurs who are trying to figure it out during this pandemic? Honestly, I feel that my advice to people that are trying to figure it out is this is the best time to be figuring it out because this is the time where everything's like still a little shut down. Everybody's still a little sleepy. Everybody's kind of still staying in. So this is the time where nothing's really happening. So this is the best time to redo your website, to redo your social media, to make sure everything is presented correctly. I feel that this is the best time. Like I redid my .com this year and I like my website right now. I, you know, I've had my own website since I think like 2007. And um, right now it's the best it's ever been because I was able to work so closely like with the web designer and to make it like that how I really wanted it and I had the time. So I think that this is the best time for everybody to get everything together. You know, I'm a Virgo. So by nature, I'm just like really like me and I always have things like set up like perfectly. So um, 
that's just my nature, but I feel that this is a time for everybody that is wanting, wants to start something or has a business that they really want to get a big kickstart to. This is the time for everybody. So um, I think that use this time wisely and um, focus on yourself, your business, your path, and make sure everything's set up because once everything you know, once the world and the country start to open up again, like that's your time to shine. So make sure you're ready for it. So true. I mean, such, such, such great advice. And I mean, Jamie, you know, you know, you have really hardworking parents and, you know, they always, I know were very inspirational to you and always encourage you to follow your dreams. Do you feel like that has also played a role in who you are and, and what you've done in your career? I do. Absolutely. Both of my parents are extremely hardworking. And even though they're not in the industry or fashion or anything even closely, remotely connected to what I like to do, um, just seeing like their drive and their motivation really inspired me on a daily. So um, that was always really important to me. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I mean, so how do you, I mean, so obviously that's great advice for entrepreneurs in this time of like using this time to really like refresh and do what you need to do and use the time where most people are kind of being quiet and taking their sleepy time to like work on things. But how have you chosen to stay motivated during this time? How have you chosen to be able to, you know, still be doing everything that you're doing in your career when it has been a slower time for most of us? Motivation has never really been a problem for me because I've always, like I said, been so laser focused. Basically, what's been hard for me is managing a toddler during this time when I feel that everyone does have extra time on their hands. And it's like, I saw this quote one time and it was like, yeah, everyone does have extra time on their hands during this pandemic, except for moms. And that's like so true. Because like we're taking care of kids now that the schools are closed and everything like that. It's like, we don't have extra time. Like we don't have time to clean out our closets. We don't have time to like go through our holiday decorations and stuff like that because we have to keep our eyes on our children now that the schools are closed and daycares are closed. So motivation has never really been the hard thing for me because I've always been super motivated. The hard thing is trying to balance mom life with um my intense motivation actually I love that I mean it's it's so true I I feel the same it's like every time I try to do anything I'm like uh it's just it's just like it's yeah true you know and it's like I've got two so I I completely agree with you I mean and so that being said with mom life like you know how are you able to I hate the word balance but how are you able to juggle and and you know figure things out or what would be something you'd want to share you know with other moms or new moms who are listening that would be good you know just a good tip or gem that you would say that you've learned so far about being a mom I've learned that recently I've learned that being a mom a really good tip that I've done is really because I just have one daughter who's three I can't even imagine the girl what you're doing <laughs> but um <laughs> I like having two and they're so close in age like oh my gosh but um I say like 
what I've noticed recently is all like we have a very we're so blessed to have a very big playroom in the house that we're at now and like so I'll like set up like stations around the playroom for her like she likes this mini kitchen she likes to pretend school and so like I'll play like really intensely with her and give her a lot of like time and energy for like I don't I don't really know like the specific time limit but I'll give like I'll I'll give her like a lot of time and energy and um, we'll play like really fun things like we'll do like an intense setup of like the school that we'll play or like we'll play restaurant and then like I'll kind of start to like walk away and you know obviously I still have my eye on her but I'll kind of start to like walk away and I'll be like okay I'm gonna go to the kitchen and bring more things out for the restaurant but I'll be right back and then I noticed that she um plays by herself and uses her creativity a lot because she was just given so much time and like focus from me that now that she's like okay I kind of want to like play by myself now so then that gives me like a you know a couple minutes to like regroup and to say okay like what are we going to do next but that's what I've kind of recently figured out I think that's awesome. And I mean, it's, it's so true. It's like an independent play is so good for them. And sometimes it can be really hard to teach them that, but I agree. Like Amelia, as much as I play with her, she loves independent play. She's so good about doing her thing and playing with all her different toys and being creative. And I think it's good. It like teaches them too how to like be independent and thrive, you know, early on and, and, you know, really be, you know, in it. So I just think that's so cool. I love, I love that word that you use. Like, yeah you know at first like you see them playing by yourself and like you're on your phone like you feel a little guilty but then it's like no it's really good for them it is really good for them you know and it's like I know every mom does things differently and everyone parents differently but it's like I think you and I are on the same page that we want to inspire yeah children or a child we want them to learn how to thrive you know on their own and even though we're right there to watch them we want them to be creative and enjoy and you know I think that's so cool that you know, you're showing her that like, hey, I'm here, but like, you can do things on your own and you can play. And I think it does. It, it really gives them so much independence and so much freedom and it, to the point where they actually, you know, I think overall enjoy it. Like Amelia will say to me, like, you know, come play. I play right now. You know, it's like very much her, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. her level and, and she enjoys it. It's like, well, good for you. Yeah. you know? So I just think that's, that's so cool. Well, Jamie, I'm going to have you back on because, uh, you know, you're so inspirational. I love everything you shared and like I feel like we could talk for so long but I know real mom life and everything else we have to talk to before I let you go what would be I would love for you to share like you know what would be one thing you would say about skincare and beauty that like why it's so important to you because like self-care for you I know is so important it's always been even when I met you and you talked to me about it like why is that and like what would you want to share because I think it ties in really beautifully to going into 2021 and going into a new year like because people don't think about always beauty and skincare as being something it's not just self-care but it really is self-love and so it's like yeah. what why to you is it so important what would you want to share with us that we should think about you know going into 2021 when it comes to that to me self-care and taking care of yourself and having like a dedicated skincare routine is so important because for me, when I look good, I feel good. And I'm a better partner, a better daughter, a better mom, a better businesswoman, a better friend. So when I like 
just walk out of the beauty salon and I have my hair freshly highlighted, I'm looking, feeling, smelling like a million bucks. And anybody that comes in my path, I am treating like a million bucks. So I feel that when you look good, you feel good, and you act good. And we need more of that in the world. Like we need more people that. smiling in 2021. <laughs> yes, real smiles. I love that. That's that's such a such a good message and so true. Well, Jamie, you're so inspirational. Thank you so much for being here. Tell us where we can find you and follow you. Thank you, Allie. I cannot wait to come back. You guys could always visit me on my website, which is www.jamiehilfiger.com. And then I'm on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. And um, yeah, I just love to connect with people. So hit me up. Amazing. Well, Jamie, thank you so much. And guys continue to be inspired. And like Jamie said, really, you know, self-care, self-love, find those routines that help you love on yourself and feel good. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.